this is Mark Rabin from Kinexus. And in today's podcast episode, we're joined by Jess Orr. And we're going to be giving a bit of a preview for the webinar that she'll be presenting on January 10th, 2019, Applying Strategy Deployment to Your Personal Goals. And we're also framing this in terms of maybe appropriately for January, New Year's resolutions, Hoshin Conry style. And if you don't know what that phrase means, Jess is... Um, really well positioned to be able to help you understand those concepts. So Jess, thank you for uh, being here and thanks in advance for doing uh, another webinar for us at Kinexus. Oh, my pleasure, Mark. Thank you for, for giving me this opportunity. I think it's gonna be um, value added for, for participants. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. And you know, we just wanna give a bit of a preview and maybe you know, convince people to uh, go and register for the webinar, which, uh, which you can do by the way. Uh, by going to kinexus.com slash webinars. Uh, but, but just for anyone who maybe hasn't checked out the first two webinars that you did for us on um, the A3 methodology, and I, I would definitely encourage people to go find those uh, in the webinar library or our YouTube channel. Uh, but just could you, you know, introduce yourself and, and tell the listeners a little bit about uh, your career background? Absolutely. So I am a, a continuous improvement practitioner at a company called Westrox. We're a very large um, paper and packaging organization. And um, I've got about 12 years of experience in continuous improvement in different facets. And particularly formative for me was the, the time that I spent working directly for Toyota. Um, and I enjoy um, applying the concepts and principles of continuous improvement in my own personal life as well. I believe if the, the tools work, there's no reason why they can't work in a variety of applications. Well, I'm, you know, personally, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit, I don't know if jealous is the right word, but I appreciate that you have that, um, you know, direct experience with, uh, with Toyota and whether it's A3 or, or Hoshin Conry or other practices, I mean, there, there's, I'm sure a, 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 a discovery of, um, the, the, the differences between being at a company like Toyota where a lot of this is well-grounded and, and helping other companies either get started or progress in their approaches like uh, around A3, Hosh and Conry Lean in general, right? Yeah, and it's interesting. I mean, they say that, you know, how do you, how does a fish describe water and that that's really what my experience was at Toyota was so yeah, I understood these things because that was really part of the DNA at Toyota um, but really where I started to full more fully understand and I'm still on that learning journey but to more fully understand the concepts I learned at Toyota I, I had to leave Toyota and try to apply them to an mm -hmm. organization that was earlier on the journey mm -hmm. yeah and we're all we're all on that learning journey or, or hopefully uh, people listening um, would agree that we're all learning, we're all continuously improving. And, you know, uh, what, what have you learned about Hoshin Conry or how would you describe it to somebody who's maybe not familiar with that term or th sometimes that I, I don't know if you agree, they're synonyms, strategy deployment, policy deployment. There's, there's all kinds of different terms that are thrown around for this, but how, how would you, how would you describe that? So Hoshin Kanri is one of those uh, Japanese phrases that doesn't translate directly into English, but I think that the best way to describe it based on the Japanese root words is, is compass management. So like you said, a lot of people call it strategy deployment. 
And it's really a high level plan, do, study, adjust cycle for strategic planning, alignment and execution. So in contrast to kind of traditional management by objectives or, or New Year's resolutions, as we're going to apply it in this case, um, it focuses not just on the results that we're trying to achieve, but also on the process by which we're going to achieve those results. So I think that's one of the key, key differences there. And it really, it's a system and a thought process that helps us to maximize um, the effort of our limited resources by focusing on what those critical few objectives are for us and making sure that it cascades all the way down to aligning our daily activities um, to help meet those strategic objectives. And I think one of the, the key benefits of Hoshan is that it allows for us to adapt to changing circumstances. So it's not a one and done, you know, we've set our objectives for the year and we're going to accomplish them no matter what. Um, it has that, again, as part of that check and act cycle. We're reviewing what our progress is, you know, have any factors change where we need to adapt our approach based on things that are changing, whether it be on a monthly or a quarterly basis when we do that review and response. Well, and we're talking about changing circumstances or, or the need for new challenges or, or improvement. I mean, that's certainly something that applies to the personal realm. Um, I guess in a way, organizations are made up of a collection of individuals. But what, what got you thinking more about Hoshan Connery from the realm of, of personal goals or an individual perspective? Well, I'll, I'll admit, so like many people do, I for you know about 10 years or so, I, I set New Year's resolutions at the beginning of the year. And I had some moderate success with them. Some years were better than others, but I would say in general, I would accomplish on a good year about 50% of the New Year's resolutions that I had set in front of me. So I said, um, yeah, that's not really an acceptable metric for my, my personal uh, goal achievement. You know, what can I do to you know, increase that, um, that achievement of those goals that I set in the beginning of the year? And you know, I've had experience with Hoshan before. Um, so at Toyota, we, we had um, our Hoshan Conry planning process every year. And um, basically what would happen is, you know, the managers of our department would huddle up in a room um, doing, doing secret Hoshan planning. Um, and then they would come out with their initial mm. plan. And they would play this process called catch ball where they, you know, they would get feedback from all levels of the organization to, to, and use that feedback to kind of adjust that plan before they actually rolled it out. So that was my exposure. And, but really the learning for Hoshan for me came of course, after I left Toyota, um, when we tried to, to apply that to another company and we kind of stumbled a little bit. So we had some moderate success with it, um, but we also ran into some pitfalls and, and we learned from those. And I think that's really kind of what helped me to understand um, Hoshan a little bit better with that experience. And, we, we, you know, and I still feel like I'm at early stages of, of understanding and practicing Hoshan Conry. I, I haven't worked in an organization that really had that as a, a full part of, of of its management system. So, I mean, would, would you, I mean, it seems like this is one of those areas where our learning only improves through practice as opposed to reading more about it or no offense to books or instead of just watching webinars, no offense to webinars. I mean, it, how, how much of this 
is in the realm of learning by doing and stumbling and struggling and, and figuring it out over time. I think with, as with most um, continuous improvement principles, there's the theoretical knowledge that you can obtain from, from books and webinars like we're going to be having. Um, and then there's the practical knowledge that only can come through what I kind of consider positive failure sometimes, right? And maybe not, not a large failure um, by following the process, but small failures that you adapt and learn from. And I'm still there with Hoshin. I mean, even after this, this past year where I had um, some success, some good success with applying Hoshin in my personal life, during my reflection, which I'm starting this this uh, during December now, um, on the process and how that went, I can see some some key gaps in it. And you know, Hoshin is practice. Next year, I'm going to incorporate some of that feedback that I've learned. Um, but I never, I never, as with continuous improvement, I never expect to reach the point where I'm an expert at Hoshin. I'm always going to mm -hmm. continue learning about it as I go through those practice cycles. Well, and, and I really look forward to the webinar and um, you know hearing you more, uh, hear, hearing you share more about um, these practices. And you know, as we go into the new year and think about New Year's resolutions, I mean, you mentioned a 50% success rate. That's probably I, I'd be curious to go look at the studies of <laughs> uh, people more broadly. 50% probably, comparatively speaking, is a pretty good success rate, right? <laughs> Yeah, I, w I would say, you know, compared to some of the, the results that I've heard from other people's New Year's resolutions, I think they say the statistic that I've heard is that about 20% of people after the second or third month have essentially almost, uh, have those have been the ones who have been continuing to pursue the New Year's goals, but that means that 80% um, kind of fades off after two to three months in terms of the pursuit of those. But I found with Hoshin, so I'm, I'm big on metrics, I'm an engineer, um, but I found about an 80% success rate in achieving those goals that I had set out at the beginning of 2018. So I'm excited to share kind of the lessons learned. And I think my goal with this webinar is twofold. So I want to introduce people to the basics of Potion Conry. And, and it's a complex topic, um, but I'm going to try to really break it down to the basics for people so they can grasp the, the, um, the fundamental concepts of that and then kind of inspire people to, to experiment with trying this to their own personal goals. And, you know, again, learn from it, see if it works for you or not. Um, but I think by sharing the example that I went through, that, that can be a benefit to others. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm sure it will be, and would encourage people listening to uh, go and register for the webinar. You can do so at www.kinexus.com slash webinars, and Jess is going to be presenting about uh, New Year's resolutions, Hoshin Conry style, applying strategy deployment to your personal goals. This is going to be on January 10th at 1 o'clock Eastern. If you're worried that you can't uh, attend live, if, if your schedule doesn't allow it or your schedule changes, uh, you can go ahead and register and with, within a day, you'll get an email with a link to the recording um, of the webinar. And, you know, but uh, if, if you tune in live, you'll have the chance to ask questions and um, hope you'll be able to participate that way. Um, so again, that's gonna be presented by Jess Orr and, and she was our guest here to give a bit of a preview. Um, Jess, thank you for joining us. I wanna wish you, I don't know if I'm the first to wish you this, but I'll wish you a happy new year. Thanks, Mark, you as well. And I'm looking forward to the webinar.